Today is Monday, January 8th, 2017, and I'm back again. Over the weekend, we decided it was time to take down the Christmas decorations. I don't know about you, but my husband likes to keep them up until what he calls the epiphany, which I think is today. I don't really know because I'm not a religious person, but we generally try to keep, well, he likes to keep them up until uh, the epiphany before we start taking things down. I would prefer to take things down the day after Christmas. (laughs) I'm sure there are others out there who are like me in uh, thinking that, because we put them up like the day after Thanksgiving, and then they've been up for like six weeks. And as a good example, the Christmas tree for one, well, we had two Christmas trees. We had two different Christmas trees. One was like a Douglas fir, and the other one was like uh, I don't a Fraser fir. I don't know. I don't know. But two different trees. One was really small. That one barely lost any needles, and it was still drinking water. And we had it up for six weeks. Now, that tree, uh, when I went to take it down, it didn't make a big mess on the floor or anything, and it was really really easy to take apart. I mean, they, they were both live trees, I should say, take apart. I meant like take the decorations off and the lights off and stuff like that. Anyway, then our big tree, which was almost uh, seven and a half feet tall, um, this that thing, again, had been up for seven weeks, and it had been dropping needles for weeks. And it kind of really, really slowed down drinking water. Well, when I started to take off the ornaments, well, here's the other thing, too. When we're taking the Christmas decorations down, I take down the trees, and my husband picks up all the knickknacks and uh, Christmas you know, doodads and all this other, he takes down everything else. I do the Christmas trees and he takes down everything else. So anyway, back to the tree. When I started to take off the um, ornaments, needles would fall off. Literally like a whole branch full of needles would fall off when I take off one ornament. Well, I, we had like hundreds of ornaments on the tree. And by the time I got done with all the ornaments, this poor tree was so bare. It was just like branches and very dry. Luckily, the lights that we use are the LED lights, so they don't get hot, so no chance of a fire there. But then um, I pulled the skirt. You know, there's, we put a skirt down at the bottom of the Christmas tree, and you pull the skirt out, and it was filled with needles. I picked it up and shook it on the on the hardwood floor so it would be easier to sweep up. And I filled up an entire trash bag of needles from this Christmas tree. I could not believe how dry and how dead this tree was. Once we got all the lights off and the ornaments off and the angel off and all, you know, got it all emptied, we had to take it down to the um, dumpster area or the trash area because they're recycling the trees in our building. So um, we wrapped it up in a sheet and even in the process of taking it out of the stand and laying it down onto the sheet, it dropped another ton of needles. Well, we, you know, wrapped it up and took it down the hallway and then down in the service elevator. And the whole time, it's dropping needles everywhere. <laughs> I mean, by the time we got um, to the dock where the trash thing is, where the recycling was going to be dang- being taken, um, where they were putting the tree, let's just say, the, the tree was literally empty of needles. There were no needles on that tree. It was all branches. And you could snap the branches off, you know, like a twig or however they say that anyway so we made such a mess with the needles we decided we would get the broom and the dustpan and go around to all the areas that we walked and dragged this tree and clean up all the needles off the floor <laughs> because we were in the basement and um one of the i don't know if they're called porters or custodians or what but i think ours are called porters the lady came out and uh, you know she's the one who like mops the floors and stuff like that 
she took one look at us and looked at the floor and luckily we when we were there we had the broom with us and we said oh we're cleaning it up because she looked like i'm not cleaning up all these needles that you just made a mess with so we ended up having to do all that ourselves which was nice for them because then they didn't have to do it and we had to sweep out the elevator too but um unbelievable that was the the driest tree that we have ever had i i have to admit the absolute driest i was glad to get it out of the house but here's the thing that we did that on saturday today is monday i'm still finding needles all over the house just like a needle here a needle there all over the house so i'm going around with the dust buster and sucking them up with the dust buster <laughs> i like today i put my shoes on and there were like three needles in my shoes it's just crazy I'm sure I'm not the only one who has these issues with um, Christmas trees and you know dead Christmas trees and needles and all that stuff. And I'm sure there are people out there who can relate. So anyway, we got all the decorations cleaned up, put in boxes and taken down to the storage unit and got all that done. So now, as my husband says, um, Christmas is dead. We have killed Christmas. It is now over. When we were taking down the decorations, we decided we would listen to Christmas music one more time. So that all day on Saturday, we um, listened to Christmas music while we were taking down all those decorations. <laughs> no more Christmas music now until next year. So after that, we just relaxed. And then on Sunday, we went to two wineries. One we are club members at and picked up our club wines and enjoyed a tasting and uh, had some bread and cheese. Then we went to another one that we don't... Not that we don't like it, it's just not very good. And um, eh, it was all, it was just okay, I'm, that's all I'm going to say about it. But then last night, I, was, um, I decided to watch the Golden Globes because it's the first major awards ceremony or awards show of the year. And it was interesting, a couple of things, a couple of things I want to mention were interesting. One, the different... The, the diversity, I should say, the diversity in the shows that won awards. There wasn't one specific movie that won all the awards. However, Lady Bird did win, um, I think it was the, no, I, I don't know, I don't remember the exact thing, but the the girl, I can't say her name, Soris Ronan or whatever, something like that. She won the, um, did I say Oscars before? I meant Golden Globes. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Globe. She won a Golden Globe for um, Best Actress in a Drama. And that movie I really want to see. Um, another one that I thought was interesting, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel um, won. That girl won for in a comedy. And I think they won for something else, too. Um, movie of the Year went to this odd movie, which, which I just heard the name of last week. Um, three... Was uh, three billboards in Ebbing, Missouri, something like that. Uh, that's a, so. That's now a movie I want to see. Um, so, so different shows and different movies won all the different awards. It wasn't one specific movie that swept all the awards, which I thought was really good. That was um, you know good diversity there. Two, um, I'm sure you've heard by now the whole the entire show. Everyone wore black. And it was all about um, saying time's up on all of these men who are being accused of sexual harassment, basically saying that women aren't going to take it anymore. And we are demanding, you know, equal pay, um, equal jobs, all that kind of stuff, um, which was I was very proud of. And I think the defining moment of the entire um, 
show was Oprah Winfrey. She won the, well, I should say won. She was awarded with the Cecil B. DeMille Award for her lifetime achievement, her lifetime, I guess, achievement in movies and television and all that. Well, she got up to speak. And let me tell you, that woman, I I instantly got on Twitter and tweeted Oprah 2020. And I, I found that I was behind everyone else who had already tweeted it. But she spoke so well. And that's one thing about her that I think she knows exactly what to say, how to say it, using the, the right words to say it, all of that kind of thing. And she's, she actually sounded a little presidential last night. Definitely much more presidential than our current um, unstable genius in the White House, which was one of his tweets this weekend. Um, I just, I, I just fell in love with Oprah all over again just listening to her. I mean, I know the last couple of years she hasn't been, uh, not a couple more, more like five or ten years, she hasn't been, you know, in any major. Um, television show or anything like that. She's been doing movies and producing and stuff like that, and she's got her own channel and all that kind of stuff. But um, hearing her speak last night, she definitely was presidential. And, you know, unlike our current uh, unstable president, who was given $100 million to start his business and, um, you know, came from money, Oprah is a self, a truly self-made billionaire. She started out poor as dirt and worked her way up. And she truly is, um, you know, a rags to riches kind of um, story there. And I just, I just loved her. I just fell in love with her again. Um, so anyway, I, I, so on Twitter, it was trending that Oprah 2020 before I went to bed last night. So I think uh, there are lots of people who feel the same way. She has already told, I know she, um, George Stephanopoulos on Good Morning America said that he had a conversation with her and said that she had absolutely no plans to run for president. But I think there's an awful lot of people who would um, really, you know, get behind voting for her. She has two still, still two things to overcome with the, with a big chunk of America. She's black and she's a woman. So those are going to be two big things for her to get over. But after this disaster of a presidency that we've already had to live through one year of, I think I think there's a good possibility she could do it. Anyway, so the Golden Globes were great. And I believe the movie, oh, I already said that, the movie that won was the three uh, billboards in Ebbing, Missouri, which is an uh, interesting uh, movie. Now, I uh, made a list of different movies I want to see, and a lot of them are from... Uh, that were mentioned last night on the Golden Globes. Um, Lady Bird, The Florida Project, which, uh, again, was one I just heard last week that I think... Um, uh, what's, the guy, what's the guy's name? I can't think of his name. Yeah, I think he was nominated for Golden Globe. I don't know, but I really, really loved it. Now, here's the other thing, too. I really, really loved The, um, the Amazing Mrs. Maisel. Have you seen this show? Um, I watched it... Well, first of all, it's on Amazon Prime, so you would have to have your Prime membership to um, see it. Now, it was released, I think, about a month ago or so, and I saw one ad for it on TV, and I got, well, actually, it was the day, I think it was, maybe I already mentioned this, the day I put the Prime app on the Apple TV, I started watching The Mar Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and um, I watched the entire first season 
in one day. It was eight hours, eight episodes an hour each, roughly an hour each episode. And I don't, I don't think there's another, any more seasons out. But um, that show was just so funny and so amazing. Um, basically, it's it's a show that takes place in 1958, and there's this woman who is like the dutiful husband, a dutiful wife. She has the uh, kids all taken care of. She's got the house clean. She's got the dinner on the table when her husband comes home. You know, and their life is just perfect. Well, her husband wants to be a stand-up comedian or stand-up comic. And at night, after he has worked all day in his office corporate job, think uh, Mad Men, um, he comes home and they go out and she, um, you know, makes sure the kids are taken care of. They're out of her mother's house. And she brings um, food to the uh, comedy club so she can bribe the um, guy to get, her husband a really good time slot for his um, set on the com- uh, you know on, com- on comedy whatever so um, it goes through this for a little while and then her husband keeps failing at it. He, he has terrible reaction to his jokes his jokes are horrible he steals jokes from um, at the time Bob Newhart and he's just a, he's just not a very good comic so he is very depressed and very uh, sad about his where he is because um, he really 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 wants to be a comic and not have to be working in corporate in the corporate world so anyway i'm telling the whole story his um he decides that his life is not going the way he wants it to so he leaves his wife um and she is very upset and she thinks that he's at the comedy club so she goes down to the comedy club the night that he leaves her and she's drunk she starts drinking and she gets a little drunk and it's like open bike night or something like that. And she gets up there and she does a set, um, basically just talking about her life and how crummy it is. And it's it's funny. So people just start laughing. And then at one point she takes off her blouse and exposes her boobies. And the police come in and arrest her. And it's, um, oh, who's that famous comic from back then? Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce ends up bailing her out of jail. And, you know, they kind of become friends anyway so the rest of the episodes go that she's basically because she needs to support herself now that her husband's not going to um bring in any money or give her any money or he probably will give her money but it doesn't i don't know that money even plays a part of it. i shouldn't say that but she starts to build her own uh comedy routines and stuff and she um hooks up with the i think the lesbian bartender lesbian manager whatever at the club and he, she kind of helps her develop her routine and tries to get her gigs and all this kind of stuff. And she ends up being, well, at least by the end of the first season, this really funny comic who, um, you know, makes a name for herself with, with just by talking about what's going on in her life. And it, it, it really is funny. And the 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 uh, the, um, the way they've made this the show look like 1958 is just amazing. They turn New York into... 1958 with cars with people's clothing with the storefronts i mean it's just amazing so anyway if you have amazon prime i would like to suggest that you watch the marvelous mrs Maisel. i think you will find it hilarious because i sure did so anyway that's i'm waiting for the second season for that to come on i was talking about the movies i was <laughs> i have a list of movies i want to see um the florida project oh, i can't remember the guy's name I, I'm so terrible with um, na- with uh, names these days, but um, the uh, shows that 
Well, there there was one show that did do really well at the Golden Globes, and that was um, Big Little Lies. Isn't it called Big Little Lies on um, HBO with Nicole Kidman and Laura Dern and Reese Witherspoon? Um, they won three of the awards that of last night, and each one uh, each one of them, you know, actually every time a woman came up, they talked about uh, the whole movement to um, say we're not putting up with it anymore. So um, big, it's Big Little Lies. Yeah, that's what it is. I wish they could list all these somewhere. I'm looking for a list of all the... Nah, not going to find it in this uh, in this recording. Anyway, there's a bunch of movies that I want to see, and those are two of them. Um, if I list them, I'm sure you may not even know what these movies are. So I won't list them. Um, anyway, back to my podcast topics. What else do I have on the list? Oh, oh, I know what I wanted to mention just real quick, briefly. I have totally forgotten about iTunes. Um, podcasters uh, talk about going onto iTunes and leaving reviews and stuff like that. Well, I when I signed up for iTunes just to get my podcast on the listing, I totally forgot about going back and checking. And so I haven't even looked at iTunes this entire time I've been podcasting again since um, July, since I put the listing on there. And I went on, went on there for some reason to see if my show, the last one, had posted and was updated excuse me, on iTunes, and I went to look, and I'm like, oh my God, there is a review on on my podcast. I was like, I didn't even think about looking at these reviews, or looking at iTunes, I should say, um, in the iTunes store on the podcast, because I really didn't even, don't even really think of it in terms of, the, like, I'm not um, trying to get on iTunes uh, any lists or any you know, high ranking or anything. I don't even care about that stuff. I'm just podcasting for like historical, keeping track of my history, you know, and stuff like that. Anyway, I went on iTunes and I saw that my show actually had been like they, they had whatever propagated or whatever. I don't know what, but the latest show is showing up on there. But and then I remembered what I'm looking at and I say, oh, ratings and reviews. Do I, have, I wonder if I have any? I click on that and there is one from Spanking B. Arthur. Um, from Matthew, Matthew Burlingame. Um, he wrote, one of my favorite go-to shows for years. I was sad when it stopped production. Looking forward to this reboot. So, um, Spanking B. Arthur, if you're still listening, thank you so much for that review. You left it on July 4th, and I haven't looked at iTunes since I put this up there. So, I just wanted to say thank you very much to uh, Matthew for leaving that. And I'm um, certainly not in this... Um, description this this little story here i'm not trying to get other people to go and write reviews because i don't i mean i they don't really i like that they're written but i i don't um, rely on them or need them or want them or anything like that i'm just i appreciate that matthew went on there and um, wrote one on july 4th like the day after uh three days after my first episode so um of this second uh, coming of the of the podcast i should say um so thank you, Matthew, and um, I'll, I'll try to check back a little bit more often just in case somebody else else leaves one. I don't know. Anyway, so um, there's that. Now, um, speaking of like old people coming out um, of the woodwork on Instagram, uh, you know, because I now have an Archer Radio Instagram account, and, and I haven't posted very many pictures. I'll say maybe four, but I, I was I want to try to post one each time I do an episode. So I don't know what I'll post of this episode. Um, maybe a picture out the window. I don't know. Well, let's take a picture right now out the window while I'm speaking. Oh, I'm going to run over time. 
let's see. I'm going to take this picture. I'll use the one. That, oh no! The, no, I'll just I'll take it later and post it later. So look back at the Archer Radio Instagram later. Um, but I was just going to quickly go there and see because um, somebody I can't remember her name um, said on Instagram, "So good to find you. I'm glad you're back." Something like that. Uh, let me look to see on here. Oh, um, Lady Vina commented, oh my God, I listen to you religiously. I have a lot of catching up to do. And she's like, oh my God, you're back. I was super loyal listener back in the day. Well, Lady Vina, Lady Vinya, I'm saying it wrong, I'm sure. Thank you so much for the comment on my Instagram picture, and I'm glad you're back to listening. Um, it's so far it's been the same old boring um, archer shows but um i do hope to at some point in some day um get back to doing uh, having people on through skype and maybe doing gangbang show again i don't know i just it seems like i'm so busy in retirement i'm busier now in retirement than i was when i was working i think because when I was working, I just didn't do anything. But now I have all this time. I'm doing all these other things. Anyway, I have gone way over my time. So I'm going to end it there. So um, thank you for listening. And until next time, bye. Bye.